Hector Sharp was born in Wellington but now works for the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees. He joins us now from Rafa. Hi Hector. Good morning. Okay, you're only a couple of kilometres away from Khan Yunus, aren't you? Are you seeing or, or, or encountering any of this, uh, I guess, uh, new ground invasion that we're hearing reports about? Uh, yes, yes, we are. Um, I mean, you can see it, you can hear it, certainly hear it. And we have staff uh, executing our mandate, humanitarian mandate across the Gaza Strip, and we have reports uh, from from them of of uh, uh, IDF activity, so we we know that the that that it's happening in the south, um, and it's very very much present um, at all times. Are you able to do your carry out your mandate, deliver aid, given what is going on now? So we're two days into the new um, new phase of this war, and it, it's yet to be seen how effectively we can carry out our mandate in the first twenty four hours. Uh, activities were largely uh, halted um, because of because of danger to movement, and now we're, we're we're establishing back into the rhythm of the conflict. And and I'm sure that the UN will continue to execute its mandate um, and conduct the activities that we need to to serve the populations. We know that hundreds of thousands of Palestinians have been displaced and have moved south. What are the conditions like where you are at the moment? How many people are there? Do people have anywhere to stay? What is the, the, the sense? It, well, in Rafa, we have close to half a million uh, displaced persons sheltering um, in UN shelters alone. Uh, that's not to mention the existing community that was here before, plus people sheltering in non-UN shelters. So that's an incredible amount of people in a small small area of, of land. And, and now we have uh, an influx, certainly today, an influx coming from Khan Yunus uh, that have been uh, ordered to evacuate. So... We're tracking the evacuation orders and, and seeing seeing uh, the result of that uh, t- tonight. Um, and it's certainly getting a lot more crowded. I mean, the, the population density has gone gone over 20,000 uh, per square kilometre. So we're entering into uh, overcrowded and, and uh, certainly the UN shelters are full, over full. And there's nowhere to go now from where, from Rafa, is there? Because the border with Egypt is still closed. So this is sort of the, the, the end point in terms of where people are going to come to. They can't go any further. Yeah, there, there's nowhere else to go. I mean, there's there's simply nowhere to go. There, there was an evacuation order this morning from Khan Yunus telling people to go to an area where they had been told to evacuate from yesterday. So there's also a lot of confusion uh, in, in the population. And and, uh, you know, we've been told that there's a new grid system by which people can uh, know which areas are safe. But, uh, you know, people are not chess pieces. They cannot be moved around a battlefield. This is, uh, this is a conflict like no other. Uh, you know, Sudan has, has a movement of millions of people, but it's a massive country where people can move out of the way of the fighting. They cannot move out of the way of the fighting here. The fighting has followed them from the north to the south where they were told it was safe. There is no self safe place in Gaza, and that's the clear message the UN's been giving for for since really week two of this conflict. Hector, can I ask what is life like for you? I mean, how easy is it to function at the moment in Rafa to get food, to move around, to communicate? I mean, you can talk to us, which is great. What is life like? Everything is is more challenging than than life was previously. I mean, life in Gaza Strip under 15 years of blockade wasn't easy, uh, even for, for internationally humanitarian workers, but, but now it's, it's more challenging. 
getting food um, is obviously an issue when we, the UN, are bringing in a lot of food um, and we're able to, to obviously feed our staff and, and, and keep the operations going. Uh, for example, I've, I've come up to the office now to talk to you so that I can be on a good Wi-Fi, um, but, but you know, the, there's, there's a central location where we're able to access those services. In terms of moving around, we have a, a notification system to ensure that our staff movements are safe, but, but I certainly wouldn't call, call it free, free movement or, or easy. We're operating in a very hot, hot uh, conflict zone. And when you talk to Palestinian people who have moved, been displaced or moved, uh, in the wake of that ceasefire, when there, was there a flicker of hope? What are you sensing when you talk to them now? Yes, and that, that's that's the most heartbreaking question that I was asked during the uh, seven days of ceasefire. Is 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 this it? Is is are we going to go back to Gaza? Are we going to go back to our lives? And and uh, you know, the answer is I, I, I we don't know. I mean, we, the UN is is not a party to the conflict. We are here uh, to serve the population with humanitarian needs we're not playing a role so we don't make these decisions and it's not our mandate to try and solve this 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 conflict so to tell people that uh you don't know um and obviously where we are now it's it's come true that that it wasn't the end and it it is devastating to people i think there was a flicker of hope absolutely people people dared to hope and that hope has been crushed in the last 48 hours was there a sense that you got a lot of uh, aid through in that time? Has there been uh, a, n- a number of aid uh, deliveries? Have you got? Have you resupplied? No, we we didn't get enough of a chance to resupply. We, we when the when the ceasefire came, we we did our best to bring as many trucks in as possible, um, and that uh, was made possible by the by the parties to the conflict agreeing on a on a on a temporary pause and and we brought in as much as we could but it, it really didn't scratch the surface that the needs the needs are, are huge it's um it's a import dependent economy here and uh having been starved of resources for the previous two months this week was was not enough to get where we needed to go in terms of resupplying the population with food and water Hector, uh, thank you very much for talking to us again. That is Hector Sharp, uh, born in Wellington, now working for the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestine Refugees. He is based in Rafa, which is on the border with Egypt, about, yeah, from what I can read of the map, a couple of kilometres from Khan Yunus.